It's the Last Call Podcast with your host, Chris Michaels, for another riveting, riveting podcast. Wow, did a lot of stuff come out today about the election audit. You know, this was the most massive erection ever in the history of the United States. We had Trump, who was supposed to win, but somehow didn't win. And so now they're doing all of these audits. And these audits are proving a lot. So first things first, before we go down that road, clearly Central America, the Caribbean, and South America is in the midst of its own Arab Spring. You had Haiti... President over over there in Haiti gets shot, assassinated. They arrested a whole bunch of Americans associated with that, including one American uh, resident doctor from Haiti. He was arrested in Florida. Uh, the second thing now is Cuba. Now, here's the thing about Cuba. So everyone out there, all the Democrats are saying, oh, gosh, the reason why all these Cubans... They're rising up against the Cuban government just because they want COVID vaccines and they just want restrictions removed. I mean, come on. I mean, that is the dumbest thing. Who do they take us for? Who believes that? Why would anybody believe that? If you look at any of the pictures from Cuba, uh, it's all about enough with communism. We want basic necessities such as a roof over our head and food and down with cap, uh, down with communism and so on and so forth. It's all about that. And then and then you get the people on the other side. You get the people, the you know, the Trumpers that are out there. They all say, well, clearly, uh, Cubans want freedom. Now, the problem with that crowd is that they cry, not wolf, they accurately cry that we see color revolutions all over the place. Color revolutions occurred in the United States, I would even argue. Uh, And the color revolution starts off in the Ukraine and all throughout the Arab Spring when all of a sudden these, these miraculous grassroots uprisings just come from nowhere and overthrow all of these dastardly governments and miraculously everybody is aligned with the United States. The Cuban government now says anybody that's out there rioting and causing all of these protests are probably agent provocateurs hired by the United States' government. And so they've actually called on all of their citizens to start fighting back against all of these protests. How the Trump crowd, who sees color revolutions all over the place, which is nothing more than an insurrection, it's when you hire people through non-governmental organizations play the human rights card, play the freedom card, when really what you're doing is illegally funding and supplying weapons to the people that are rubes to overthrow the current government that is not entirely friendly with the United States. That's the whole playbook right there. I mean, they've done it all over the place. They tried to do it in Syria. That didn't work. But the Ukraine, they're trying to do it in Belarus. You got that... uh, that awful wretch, Victoria Nuland, speaking to the Ukrainians about how to overthrow Belarus. The last time she did that, she overthrew the Ukraine. A uh, big-time Hillary person, just a rotten human being. And if she can be blasted off into space with Branson on his virgin galactic flight, please, let's do it and hope that they never come back to Earth. So that's happening in Cuba. So all these Trump people, all the right side people, all the Republicans out there, they're saying, oh, this is for freedom. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. It's, it's never about freedom. It's always about overthrowing a government because they don't agree with something. And what I suspect the whole Cuban thing is about is because Cuba, now this is supposedly, because we can never really get accurate news stories out of Cuba, but supposedly Cuba came up with two different versions of a COVID-19 vaccine, and the Cubans themselves were mitigating any support, uh, any supposed COVID issues with natural remedies. So things they found out in the bush, you know, creating teas, taking certain uh, drugs that are relatively harmless like ivermectin things like that supposedly that's what happened and then as soon as that happens oh gosh cuba is in the midst of a rebellion and the democrats are saying we can probably get covid vaccines to them almost as soon as they're done and biden's out there oh it all has to do with not getting enough covid vaccines or not having access to covid vaccines nonsense. Same thing happened in Haiti. I talked about that too. The president of Haiti is assassinated. He tried to say no to the whole COVID narrative. He said no to COVID vaccines. And then a few months later, boom, he's dead. New president tries to come in there. They say, oh gosh, we need the United States stationed all over the island to help us quell the violence. And Victor, uh, Jen Psaki, Biden's press secretary comes out and says, oh, we can have COVID vaccines to Haiti by next week. Not a problem. We'll just give it to them for free. I mean, so what's really going on here, right? Pharmaceuticals are playing hardball with people for some reason. We won't go into it. And they're using the United States as the bagman and the hitman for all of this stuff, like they've always done, by the way. So moving on to these election audits. Lots of crazy things are coming out. One, particularly, is in Fulton County, Georgia. Now, this is supposedly the big, big county that can sway the election of 2020 to Donald Trump or uh, Joe Biden. I was going to say Barack Obiden, which I might as well just say that because we all know Joseph Biden is not in charge. So Barack Obiden is supposedly one in Georgia. What they are finding out from all of these audits, is that, I, that now, I kind of went through all these things. The auditors in Georgia released a whole bunch of voting ballots. So they released all sorts of ballots. Nobody's name was on the ballots, but they showed how the circles were filled in, who the circles were filled in for, and they gave the batch numbers and the voting scanning machine ID. So basically, machine number one, Batch number three, so what a batch is, is a stack, a certain stack of ballots. And then batch number three, and then batch number four, you know, it was categorized by machine and batch. That's the short story of all of this. What they found out so far is that they, the people that were submitting or scanning the ballots took a stack of ballots that were overwhelmingly Biden, ran them through, said that was batch number one, took the same stack that was overwhelmingly Biden, ran them through, said that was batch number three, and they figured out how many batches of ballots, ballot batches, were supposed to be counted in each county, in each district. So if, let's just say for round numbers, we had 10 batches that were supposed to be counted for a county. Wow, a lot of alliteration and a lot of repetitiveness here. Ballot 
pallets, all this stuff. So let's say we've got 10 batches that have to be counted for a county. These batches were, were run through the voting scanning machines 10 times. So it looked as though you had the correct number of batches, right? The, the correct number of ballots in the county. However, they just ran the same ones over and over again. So it looks like, oh yeah, everything's on the up and up. In reality, it wasn't. They just ran through batch after batch of the same ballots. So obviously, that's not entirely honest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> A fibbing Democrat, fibbing Biden, fibbing Harris. Oh goodness gracious, who could have thunk? So what else did they find there? They found out that when they were tallying up these ballots, okay, they were showing um, basically incorrect audits. So when you, when you create these batches of ballots, you put a little card on these batches during election night to say, okay, this one goes to Biden or this one goes to Trump. This is how many went to Trump. This is how many went to Biden. So in just one example, and it's in a letter and I'll go through it. In just one example, a batch containing 59 actual ballot images for Joe Biden and 42 for Donald Trump was reported as 100 for Biden. So that means whoever read the batches of ballots lied. And whoever signed it to certify the count also lied. So all of these people are breaking the law and they knew about it the whole time. That's what we're looking at here. And it's not just one or two. It's all over the place. All over the place. Liz Harrington uh, broke a lot of this. She works for some conservative thing. I, I, I don't know the name of her network that she works for but she was on twitter and she tweeted at least 36 batches of mail-in ballots with 4,255 total extra votes were redundantly added into fulton county audit results for november so what does redundantly added mean it means they took the stack that was friendly for Joe Biden and continued to scan that stack over and over again until the votes were in Biden's camp and it looked like Biden actually won. These illicit votes include 33 or 3390 extra votes for Joseph Biden and 86 uh, or 865 extra votes for Donald Trump. So clearly they're fibbing, and they're fibbing a lot. So what else can we possibly say about all of this stuff? How could we naturally say that, oh, goodness gracious, this was the most secure election ever. I've never seen a better run erection in all of my life, and it's just not true. I mean, you even had uh, the voter... Who is this? This is Garland Favorito, and he is at VoterGeorgia.net. So basically, they are an auditing-type service out in Georgia, and he wrote a fairly large letter here 
basically saying that it was the election of uh, November 3rd, 2020 election was riddled with massive errors and provable flaw fraud. Most new allegations and evidence are based on a voter GA data team's analysis in Fulton County. And it was made public, and how what they audited was is already public. So it's not like they have extra uh, privileges from anywhere. That it was that stack of PDFs that showed the ballots, and that's what they did their audit on. So this is public knowledge. We could have done it ourselves if we've taken the time. The team's analysis revealed that 923 of the 1539 mail-in ballots batches, and this is different from what I read you before, files. Contained votes incorrectly reported. These inaccuracies are due to discrepancies in votes for Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and total votes cast compared to their reported audit totals. The error reporting rate in Fulton's hand count audit is a whopping 60%. 60%. That essentially means... That out of all of the votes that they've audited in Fulton County so far, doesn't mean we've audited everything. Well, I'm, doesn't, I'm not, I don't know why I'm speaking in the collective because I'm not associated with it. But out of all of the votes that they've audited so far in Fulton County, and it seems as though they've only audited the mail-in ballots, which, by the way, the mail-in ballots is what really turned the election towards Joseph Biden. Remember, Trump is winning everywhere, and then Barack Biden suddenly comes out ahead at 3 a.m. after they close down all of the vote-counting places. Out of all of those votes that they've audited, 60% of those votes should be thrown out, which means that if you're getting rid of the mail-in ballots where Joseph Biden won or how Joseph Biden won is through those mail-in ballots, then you're going to start to see a sudden drop in all of the votes that have gone to Biden. So why is that a big deal? And you're seeing the same thing in Arizona. Arizona has been a little bit quieter, but you're seeing the same thing in Arizona. This is such a big deal, in, starting in Pennsylvania, because... Uh, they know what they did in Pennsylvania, and it's so bad in Pennsylvania, meaning the corruption and the fraud and the stealing in Pennsylvania. Joe Biden actually had to fly out today to protect our sacred democracy, our sacred voting, uh, our sacred election. You know, it's always this holier-than-thou practice that Americans do every four years with this election. So... What they've done in Arizona is they've audited everything and they've counted the newly audited votes. So they threw out everything that wasn't legal. And what they've done is they've recounted those legal votes. They're on their third time because they don't want any sort of issues when they present their report. And supposedly... This thing is about to come out within the next 10 days. Uh, so th this report from Arizona is about to come out in the next 10 days. This is a pretty big deal. This is a pretty big deal. So what happens then? What happens then? What happens after we find out that all of these ballots are actually illegal and are no longer valid ballots? That means 
that states start to re- take accurate counts of their ballots. And by the way, if any Democrat or any sort of never Trump Republican comes out there and says, oh, they've done the they've recounted the votes 15 times over and they've we've not come across anything. Well, here's the problem with that logic. Recounting is not auditing. I can say I've got 12 apples in front of me and I'm going to count them. And someone says, well, no, some of those apples are fake. I want you to 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 do something about it. And and I go, well, I I recounted the apples. I I had 12 before. I did a recount. There's 12 of them right there. And what they have to do is say, well, we want an audit. I want you to cut each of those 12 apples in half and find out which ones are wax and which ones are real. That's where the meat of the argument is. So all these losers out there that say there's no examples of fraud, there's no examples of anything, we've done the recount. Recounts mean nothing. They count the illegal votes and they count the legal votes and they say it's a recount and everything's legal. That is not an audit. That's not going through. That's not finding the stacks that have been thrown through the scanners multiple times to, to tip the scale, to put the thumb on the scale for Joseph Biden. That's exactly what the Democrats are doing. And what the Never Trumpers have done, because there's also a, a somebody, Trump released from his website uh, a letter from William McSwain. He was the attorney from, Eastern, from the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, and he said that he had a number. He had a number of... Uh, things that he should be investigating during November uh, when it came to election fraud and election irregularities. And remember Attorney General Bill Barr, everyone's hero? He's turned out to be nothing more than a fifth columnist traitor because what Bill Barr told Mr. McSwain to do during that time was report those irregularities to the state attorney general. And do you know what the Pennsylvania state attorney general was doing at that time? He was saying that there is no way, and this was on Twitter, you could find it, there was no way that Trump is going to win in Pennsylvania. No way. And this is the state attorney general that we're supposed to report election irregularities and election fraud to? Well, gosh, I wonder why that never went anywhere. Real quick, what are we going to sum this up with? If they start to find out that there is enough ballots that should be taken away from Joseph Biden due to technicalities, due to illegalities, that means that once these states start to flip for Donald Trump, these states then recall their electoral votes and their electors from the Electoral College. Now, that doesn't mean they get a revote because you have to go through a different process for that, but it does mean that the tally for Joseph Biden goes down. So what they're trying to do is, in all of these swing states, they're trying to remove enough electoral ballots, enough electors from the November 2020 election to just by default get uh, Trump's electoral ballots in the Electoral College to beat Joseph Biden. That's what they're doing. If we remove the votes, then by default, Trump is going to win. 
And then you've got a whole different kettle of fish because then you have to go through possible impeachment hearings. Then you've actually got to go through sedition or traitor hearings. That's a whole other thing that we've that nobody knows what they'll do then. How you know you're going to remove a president, right? They're probably going to say, "Well, he didn't know about it, and we didn't know about it either." So you know, it's no harm done. You know, and then we're going to have another four years of Russia Gate. But that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to remove enough of Joe Biden's electoral college votes to the point where Trump wins. And that's what I think they're going to start to see come August. Uh, August and September is going to be a pretty big deal. So this is the last call with Chris Michaels for another riveting podcast. And we'll be back, as always, tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day.